Hello and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. This week we will be discussing a cyber attack that has been all over the news this week, the attack on MGM Resorts that has caused outages in their main website, online reservations, and even some in casino services like slot machines, entertainment systems, and ATMs. According to some reports, even digital keycards for rooms have been affected, locking guests out of their own hotel rooms. So, what exactly happened here? How do you just hack a whole casino? Well, I'd like to start by saying casinos are very highly regulated, and the level of access obtained by the hackers must have been pretty complete. Game machines, for example, are buried very deep into the network, not accessible for many points, and they'll typically have multiple layers of defense protecting them monitoring and intrusion prevention especially. Casinos take cheating very, very seriously. If a hacker can tamper with the machines, they can win a lot of money and in turn make the casino lose a lot of money, which is why this level of segmentation is necessary and why this attack is also so serious and so surprising. The attack has been attributed to Scattered Spider, which is under the Black Cat ransomware group and supposedly all it took was one phone call to take over the MGM Resorts network. This group is known for calling the IT help desk of companies to fish for login credentials or reset passwords of individuals with a lot of access to the IT systems by impersonating them after looking them up on websites like LinkedIn. This is, in fact, exactly what the group claimed to do in this case. They do extensive research on companies and employees beforehand for effective phishing attacks. Unlike most ransomware groups, which are typically Russian, maybe Chinese, or North Korean, Scattered Spider is suspected to be Western, possibly even American. If they're trying to fish an American company, this may allow them to sound more convincing on the phones, as there wouldn't be an obvious accent or language barrier, or they wouldn't have to go to a third party to perform the initial phone call. It would be completely under their control. After they obtained access, the ransomware group encrypted over 100 ESXi hypervisors. A hypervisor is software that is able to support virtual machines, and this particular hypervisor is installed directly onto machines instead of a regular operating system like Windows or Linux. This would make the machines inaccessible for use, which likely resulted in many of the outages that I'll be discussing in just a bit. The group also exfiltrated data from MGM's network, though they're actually unsure what the data is at the time of this recording and claim they're working on extracting it. Allegedly, the group demanded $30 million for the data back and the decryption keys to free up the hypervisors. The outages began last week, Sunday night, September 10th. The computer systems in the resorts came down. ATM and credit card machines were affected, with people unable to withdraw cash or make payments. Slot machines were also offline, as was the MGM Rewards app. People can still make reservations, but it has to be done by phone rather than online, as their website was down, and even after it came back up later in the week, the reservation portal was still offline. For some time, it appeared people could also pass through the parking gates at some MGM hotels in Las Vegas without paying. Check-ins are all being done manually, and slot machines must also be manually paid out by employees. Which, according to Jacob's Vegas Life, a Las Vegas-based content creator, can have waits around 20 minutes to an hour depending on the time and the amount of people playing. Jacob's Vegas Life has actually done a really good job documenting a lot of the issues that have been occurring, so thank you for that. Because of his content creation, we actually have a lot of videos of the systems that were offline, the error messages they're showing, 
and confirmation of what's going on on the inside. So I'd highly recommend you check out his Twitter or X account to check those out. On the evening of Wednesday, September 13th, some restaurants were able to accept credit cards and debit cards, but not all of them. MGM also offered free cancellations within a certain time frame, from September 13th until the 17th, due to the inconvenience caused by the outages. Even though you now have to call rather than use an online portal, some guests have reported issues with the phones. Though these may be more intermittent outages rather than full outages, as others reported they were able to successfully call. There is also a good chance the phone lines are being overwhelmed by guests calling to report issues, cancel reservations, or even plan a trip despite the chaos. As of the date of this recording, their main website is back up and running, however, some functions are still not working, such as the reservation portal. Some guests also reported issues not being able to get into their rooms due to the digital keycards not working, but it seems that that is also more sporadic, or at least partially resolved. Some also reported issues with TVs, although some have not reported issues with TVs. It's possible that these are intermittent outages, and it is also possible guests may be exaggerating to hopefully get reimbursed for their stays. Although there's not concrete evidence for some of the issues, there certainly is for most of them. Casinos are becoming a big target for cyber attacks. They have a lot of money, and the costs of the casino going offline are huge, so they may be more likely to pay any ransom quickly. However, according to VX Underground, a major malware archive, they have not met the demands of the Scattered Spider Group, and it seems unlikely that they're going to actually pay the threat actors. According to the threat actors themselves, they've received zero response from MGM despite trying to communicate and strike a deal with the hotel chain for a hefty payout. This could mean disaster, especially if the staff is unable to meet the demands of customers quickly, and many of the gaming machines remain offline, not to mention the parking systems. The casino could hemorrhage money if they can't keep up with the demands of customers. And if guests can't easily book online, they may just find it easier to book hotel in Vegas rather than bother with a phone call. Especially if they may be holding for a while due to the massively increased volume of calls. What I find interesting about this attack is that casinos are very highly regulated, as I said earlier in this episode. These gaming machines should be segmented from the rest of the corporate network to avoid attacks like these only accessible to a small amount of people who are required to perform administrative tasks. Putting devices that are vital to operations but don't need to communicate within the normal corporate environment on a different network is the smartest way to ensure hackers can't compromise them. But they still may need maintenance performed or have operating system patches so they can't be exploited. Which is why some remote administration may be necessary. I spoke to one of my mentors recently about this attack, and she explained to me that when she did security for a different casino in Vegas, the gaming machines were not only physically on a different network, but that if they were even opened by someone trying to attack them, they would be essentially automatically decommissioned and had to be taken to a special vendor to be reactivated. Requirements may have changed since then as technology has evolved, but it's still very surprising to me that gaming machines were compromised, seemingly by someone who is not an on-site insider. It will be very interesting to see how this continues to unfold, or if we will actually learn how these machines were compromised. It could have been through the original compromised account, but it could have also been a shared administrator account with a weak password that attackers were able to guess and then remotely control the machines. For now, we'll just have to wait and see.
Thank you to Bleeping Computer, ARS Technica, TechCrunch, Forbes, Reuters, and VX Underground for reporting on this attack. Another huge thank you to Jacob's Vegas Life on X for some first-hand videos and information on the attack. It's really valuable. There's a good chance that if you saw any clips on the news relating to this hack that they were his. And of course, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, and until next time, stay secure.